welcome to episode 67 of Fish and Connoisseura Movie. My name's David Pether, but you can call me Fish. With me, as always, is my favorite sack of shit. Connor McDuff. He's here to talk about movies with David Fish Pether. We do a podcast together forever. That's our theme song. We should get a theme song. Yeah, maybe. We maybe that could just song. be it. Just that exact. Or we'll just use that sound. Every every, no, fuck no. No instrumental, just that. That's all it is. All right, let's not do that ever again. That sounds horrible because when I'm editing it, I'll have to listen to you over and over and it would just be grating well, on my soul. But Star Wars, I like we're it. on the final original Star Wars film. We're going to be reviewing... Return of the Jedi, mate. <laughs> Return of the Jedi, the conclusion, the thrilling conclusion to the sci-fi trilogy, Star Wars. How exciting is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, they couldn't come at a better time because as the listeners are listening to this, there's a very good chance that they've seen The Force Awakens. Uh, yeah, or, well, wait, yeah, it comes out that day. Well, most most people will be bringing this out on Wednesday, yeah. which will on the 16th. Yeah, son. And most yeah. of us are going to the midnight screening. I'm going to the fucking midnight. I'm so excited. Holy shit. I'm not going to the midnight screening. <laughs> Why? I know, I really wanted to, but I have a story. Gather around. I have to see this in IMAX. Yeah. I've got an IMAX, I'm down in Melbourne, I'm seeing it on the big screen. Yeah, yeah. I, and I refuse to watch it in any other way for the first time. So I lined up at 8 o'clock when the, you know, the tickets went on sale. Uh, I was on my phone, I was on my computer, I had my girlfriend Beck's computer as well, all on the IMAX website, and I was like, I'm going to get these fucking tickets. And then I started to think, I'm like, holy shit. I like struggled to get Jurassic World tickets for for the midnight yeah. screening at IMAX. I'm like, now Star Wars is a very different beast. Star Wars fans are ravenous. Yeah, they are gonna kill and maim and destroy to get these fucking midnight screening tickets. And there's only one screen at IMAX, so it's not like you got a few options. Like I'm sure like all the multiplexes are doing multiple screenings. Uh, not here. And sure enough. The fucking website crashed and I'm on there, I'm on all my different devices, refreshing, refreshing. I'd get through to the to picking my seats and I could see that there were still seats there and I'm pressing on it and then I'd get through to the payment and it would just crash again and I'm losing my shit at this stage. And then You rang him up, I, didn't you? Yeah, I fucking called him and I was like, What do you got? <laughs> have you got anything left? And they didn't have anything left for midnight. I was like, okay, what's the next thing you got? And they there was like a 3 a.m. one and they had like the front and i was like front in an imax you may as well just be looking at the floor because that screen is just horrendously big so i've had i had to look sort of push it back and uh beck wanted to come so i'm going to be spending the entire thursday in a hole until 9 p.m that night where i was able to get middle middle fucking imax screening so i will be behind but I'm not going to get this shit spoiled. I don't want to know anything about this shit. Facebook will be off. I won't, uh, I won't be on the internet. I even took the day off work <laughs> so nobody would talk to me. Jesus. But I have to wait till 9pm to see it. But in a way, it's kind of made it an almost more exciting experience because now I have to wait even longer and it's just going to... My hype train is going to be crashing through fucking mountains and shit by the well, time I get there. I'm fucking seeing it on the fucking midnight... 
Screening because I'm a boss bitch. And yeah, so where where I'm are you seeing it? Uh, Pack Fair, Pacific Fair. Are uh, they doing it VMAX or something VMAX, like that? VMAX, yeah, VMAX yeah, 3D, shit, I yeah. think. My tickets, my seats are on the side, like like the far end, like on in the middle yeah. on the far end. But that's cool. I don't really give a fuck. VMAX is huge, so. Yeah, I no, mean, VMAX like, would be good. Who really if, if there was a, a decent sized VMAX, all the like the VMAX IMAXs like down here, yeah. other than the Melbourne IMAX, are fucking basically like Cinema 8 at Australia Fair Cinemas and Gold Coast. Like, yeah. they're not VMAXs, really. Um, so I was like, yeah, nah. <laughs> I need to see it on the big one. I'm yeah. fucking hyped. I'm so keen. Yeah, so it'll be out now, probably, if you're listening to this after uh, December 18. Yeah. 17. Um, you're, you're li- you've seen Force Awakens, and we're jealous of you right now. We are, because we haven't seen it yet. But we have seen... Return of the Jedi. Which is what we're going to be discussing with you fuckers. Yes, so Connor McDuff, will you please tell the people what that movie is of about? Of course. Return of the Jedi, right, is set one year after Empire Strikes Back. So if you remember the events of the last one, Han's captured, he's currently in Jabba's palace. Darth Vader's cut off Luke's hand, he's got a robot hand now, and Luke's realized, hasn't found out that Darth Vader is his dad and he's got to train to be a Jedi and so we set up, we start off we're in Jabba's palace Luke comes in, there's this grand plan to save Han and it ends up they do save Han, it's revealed that Luke is a really fucking powerful Jedi he's not a Jedi knight yet but he's, he's, he's basically a Jedi and he's dabbling with the dark side a little bit, he's in all black so he's using like force choke and shitty, you don't know really where he's standing, he's a little iffy because I mean his dad is the is the most powerful villain in the world in the universe but they save Han Solo they kill Jabba the Hutt and they knock Boba Fett into the Sarlacc pit which is the dumbest anyway moving on we'll talk about it the film (laughs) continues and then we realize that they're building a second Death Star a bigger one a better one it's badder but it's not fully operational yet so the rebels plan is that they're going to swoop in and attack it all stealth like blow the thing up before anything can happen and save the day the meantime they've got to send a ground force onto endor to shut down the shield generator so the shield generator around it so the ships can attack it so han and the gang they man the the ground force while lando calarizian and some fucking ambiguously racist a- alien go in the Millennium Falcon and try and fucking destroy the the Death Star. And then Luke's like, hey, I'm going to go see my dad. See you later. So Luke fucks off to face his dad. So there's your three, your three sort of bits. Leia meets the Ewoks. They meet the Ewoks. The Ewoks are these little fucking teddy bears that live on Endor, the moon of Endor, sorry. And they, they help the rebels. And so the fight ensues in all three places. They destroy the shield generator, they blow up the Death Star, and Luke faces off with Darth Vader in front of Palpatine. Now, the whole time, Palpatine's like, consumed by the darkness, kill your father, take his place. If you kill your dad, you'll be the, you'll be the villain. And Luke's struggling, because then he finds out that uh, he has a sister, uh, who is Leia. Whoa! What? I was just saying, it was a shock. Sorry, I thought something <laughs> happened. Um, Oh, Yoda's dead. He saw Yoda. Yoda's like, see yep. mate. Just like Boba Fett. And, and Luke's like, Obi-Wan, why'd you fucking lie to me? Why'd you say Obi-Wan, Darth Vader killed my dad? And Obi-Wan's like, I didn't. I said, I said, Darth Vader isn't your father. Anakin's your father. Oh, 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 you want to smoke some weed? Fuckhead. Anyway, Obi-Wan's <laughs> fucking gone as well. And all this shit's happened. They're fighting. He 
Defeats Darth Vader, refuses to kill him. Palpatine's like, well, fuck you then. I'll kill you. Goes to kill him. Darth Vader's like, nah, man, death's my kid. Throws Palpatine over the edge, destroys him, balances ball back to the force. Darth Vader is now a good guy. Darth Vader dies from the electric shock that he got when he threw Palpatine. Everyone's saved. Darth Vader dies. Luke fucks off back to Endor. Han and Leia get together. Everyone's happy at the end. Word. That's pretty good, I think. I feel like that's a good... Ending. Pretty much it. It's, it's, this, this is a pretty simple film, I feel, yeah. compared to... Uh, it's it's a mu much like the original one, compared to Empire. Yeah, there's not uh, not really too much going on when you think about it. Pretty basic. Pretty basic three-act structure. Yeah, and they've pretty much got like the same mission from start to finish, really. Yeah. like It starts with them, you know, Lando taking the Millennium Falcon out to lead all the rebels to, you know, blow up whatever. And then the other guys are blowing up the shield and they're pretty much doing that for the whole movie yep which even in the first one there were so many different things happening i don't know it's, it's not a bad thing it's just different i think lucas had a lot more control in this film than he did the last one as well but within mm. saying that i mean i don't necessarily think that's a good thing either this film plot wise suffers a lot of issues that the, that made the prequels really really bad like this you can actually kind of start to see the seams breaking a little bit instead of mm. having one or two big climaxes he's gone to three and we discussed this last time and then you go to phantom innocence four and like it's all it's too much shit going on where in this one it's three it's kind of like this is as far as you can go before it's going to get fucking ridiculous like like i said with the other ones though i didn't really think that was too much of a problem yeah, you didn't really mind it i did i think it's a, it's i think it's fucking annoying i thought it worked pretty well in this one what did you think about boba fett his death <laughs> i just laughed I just like because I knew I'd, every time I've asked you about like what what does he do in Jedi and stuff, you've just laughed. Yep, <laughs> it's just all come back to that. Man, and it's what a like, fucking bullshit death! Uh, like even uh, they they're trying like here I'm thinking and like I'm I'm knowing it's not going to happen, but what I would have liked to have seen is like because I was kind of disappointed with the the lack of what they did with him. Yeah. in Empire, they've they've showed us this kind of cool dude. Now it's time to allow him to stretch his wings and, and show us what this motherfucker can do. And they just throw him in a pit. Yep. <laughs> Even when he's there, like he's in the background and Jabba's little lair and all that sort of stuff. He's still got this kind of presence and you're like, Ooh, this motherfucker's going to do something. It, it bothers me. Cause like he is so like just in, in the perspective of, and he's, he's set up, he's built up to be this mysterious bad guy. And he's just, they were like, it's almost like they were scared to show him be anything, but, mysterious even a little bit yeah so they knocked yeah, him out yeah. but all that does is completely take away from the fact that he's meant to be the baddest bounty hunter in the universe because he just gets fucking it's so miserable like it bothered me so much i really would love to have seen like a showdown between him and han because han doesn't mm. really have an opposing antagonist going on no. vader is that in the fifth one but boba fett is kind of that for him where he's there and he like has this vendetta against han and it's yeah. just this really pathetic fight. Like, imagine if the first act, is the, the big tension is between Han and Boba Fett and they have this huge battle. Like, it would be really yeah. satisfying to watch. And instead we get... Well, yeah. Like, well, let's think of it in terms of Han gets away. He, like, they get him out of the, the cryogenic yeah. mold or whatever he's in. And then, well, Boba Fett's like, well, no. You're yeah. my fucking prize. I need to get... He has to get him back now. I know that Jabba dies, but, like, I'm sure somebody else would... Have well, yeah. He get, does so, it. You know, there could be any... any number of ways you could go let's just have a vendetta between these two that would yeah you're right that would have been cool but it would have also been very cool to see boba fett become the next big bad because as 
as the film goes on, like Vader gets, you know, comes to the the good side. There could have even been a cool little thing. Boba Fett is like, well, hold on, you you know, at the end when Vader kills Palpatine, Boba Fett's like, you motherfucker, and tries to kill Vader, and then Vader, yeah, I don't know. I just wish that he was just of some. There was just more tension, or just a bit more glorious death. It was just kind of like. It just wasn't as sad. It wasn't satisfying at all, and everyone knows it. Like, yeah, and and it's not. It's it's funny that it happens with him, and it also happens with Yoda. Like, I feel like they've they've set up two of the most iconic characters in the Star Wars universe. And see you later in Empire, and made they're two of the best things about that film. Well, at least Boba Fett is for you. Yeah. And then fucking in the first like forty five minutes, they just kill off both of them. And like, let's talk about Yoda's death, which is a fucking joke. To me. Yeah, that... Like, I mean, like, I... I've grown up with it, so it didn't really bother me that much because I've, I've, I know about it, and it's just kind of like a big blur of, yeah, Yoda dies eventually. But in the context of this individual film, he's literally on screen for, like, five minutes, and he's dead. Like, he exactly. they've just they've, 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 they've done it so they don't have to use the fucking puppet anymore, yeah. is what I reckon. And that really annoys me because he's such an icon. And I guess this is coming from me having come from the prequels as well. Like, I, I couldn't rem- remember what happens to Yoda. I think I even asked you, like, yeah, is he still alive? And, and you said, wait till six. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. I, mean, I like, know he's going to die just, now. Uh, I, I don't mind him dying. I think it's... No, no, not at all. Like, I, in, in fact, I think he needs to. Yeah. He's the mentor. He's the, he's the, the Obi-Wan. Like, when Obi-Wan dies, it's a big deal. It's, it's, a, a, it's a coming of age for, for Luke, basically. Yeah, and that's fine. But, like, the way that they kill him off, to me, was just so nothing. And it's just, uh, like, it's a touching scene, but then it's also really stupid because it's like, hold on. So Yoda just waited for Luke to come and then was like, okay, now I'm going to die. He's just accept it. He just says, this is the time I'm going to die. Like, Basically. stick it out, motherfucker. It would be nice if he had some sort more of an import or maybe he says more or is just in the film more or something. Well, yeah. Well, he says too much as he's dying. That's I have oh a big problem God, with that. Oh my God, that he was so going, fucking like, annoying. Will you just hurry up and die? Yeah, <sighs> and that was cringy. Like, that that was cringy. And this yeah. film has a lot of those moments where, like, because I'm, I'm watching with Monique and so I'm, like, trying to show her this and, and prove that it's, like, they're mm. a good trilogy and, like... I get to six and I just fucking cringe. Like some things I'm just like, oh my fucking God. And that was one of them. Like, I just was like, fuck, you're annoying. Yeah, it's it's a, it's really interesting but, for such a great character yeah. to just let it go out but like I mean, that. Like, I understand why he dies. I think it's justified. I think he should have died. Yeah. I just, I think there, there should just have been more to it, for sure. Here's a way that I think it might have gone down well is if Luke rocks up and, and Yoda's dead. Yeah. He's there and Yoda's dead. But then Yoda does the Force Ghost thing and yeah. talks to him through that. That would have been cool. Um, in fact, I, that makes more sense to, than for Yoda to wait around yeah. for him to come. We know he can do the Force Ghost thing. so Yeah, hmm. it's, it's odd. It, uh, it's a really I just wasn't a fan of that. Before I move on to a couple other things, I just want to talk about, because we talk about it in every one, the CGI in this one is fucking disgusting. <laughs> oh my god that is it like it was so horribly disappointing to see the cgi they've inputted like holy fuck i was watching the newest version as well so there's even more dumb shit what's the newest newest version so the newest version was came out with the blue releases releases with all six of them yeah that's the one i watched too yeah, yeah. fucking darth vader screaming no Oh my god. Um, anyway. Was that as he's like throwing yes. Palpatine? He's like, no. Stupid. Okay, yeah. So 
talk me through it in terms of like let's go way back to the start because it's obvious that they've added in now the start's the fucking worst bit where you've got this fucking jabbers like Mos Eisley Cantina right you go back to that very little in that sequence in the cantina is CG. Oh, is that where is that where they are? No, 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 no. no. I'm just saying this is a comparison. It's very. Oh, okay. Very I was like, that looks images. nothing like. Um, yeah. Okay. And then Jabba's panelists, right? Very similar. All these different aliens. Everything's a bit goofy, but it's Star Wars, and it's a you know Star Wars is a glorified B movie, and this is that, and that's great. And then you fucking add in all this bullshit CGI. It looks fucking horrid. The fucking songs changed. Now they've got these fucking aliens that are clearly CG'd. Like, clearly, very yeah, obviously CG'd. Weird fish-looking thing with big lips, yeah. I just can't stand it. And then the worst bit of all was when they they put in this weird sequence of them flying to the Sarlacc pit, where they've added in the shots of them, like, flying the sail, the sail barge and the... And the little ships to the Sarlacc pit. Oh, okay, yeah, and it right. Looks fucking yeah. horrible. Like to the point where I'm like, what? Because you can see them. <laughs> I thought that was just horrible because I thought that must have been no. like an original attempt at some computer graphics that they've done back in the day. <laughs> but no. that's if that's what they've added in, that is really bad. It, it was, it was dis- like it's disgusting. Like I watch it, I'm like, this Blu-ray release is like three, four years old. Why the fuck is it still looking like that? If you really need to fix shit. Why don't you fix your old fucking, the changes you've put in? Like, it doesn't, <laughs> I just, it looked so bad. So bad. Oh, my well, God. I, but I, I want to take it to the other the other end of the spectrum as well, because in that Jabba's Palace, when they're all yeah. dancing around, and, like, I haven't seen, well, can't remember yeah. whatever the original was, but it's it's obvious what was originally there and what they've put in like like you said the cgi stands out like a sore it's thumb disgusting, but yeah. it's i'm also a bit like oh man i don't know how i feel about all these like these puppets and like i think jabba looks great but besides him like there's that little fucking rat thing monkey thing that's whatever that thing yeah, is yeah and that that asshole. looks it's funny but it's like it looks like a fucking puppet and there's that stupid uh like blue Alien hitting the bongos. I thought he was right, actually. I was, I was about to say, I thought he was pretty believable. I thought, I think... Oh, they're really? All, yeah, I think they're all believable, though. Like, obviously... No. I sit there nah, and I'm this... like, obviously they're puppets. I'm not I'm not really gonna... What I will say is, like, you know, I, I had a little bit of a problem with the, the Yoda puppet. Like, I still think it looks good, but he's so clearly a puppet. Yeah. But the way that they did that in Empire, they shot it smartly. Um, and I'm not saying they didn't shoot this yeah. smartly in this one, but, like, to me, this, this scene and this film, actually felt a lot more like a Power Rangers episode. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're, than, you're right. You know, Star Wars. This film, um, by far, out of the three, is the messiest. It for sure, is the messiest. Oh, for sure. And, it, you know, it's it's a much lighter film. It's it's This is a more a kid-friendly film. It, like, yeah. it's got the earwalks, like, straight up. It's, it's a fucking... I was expecting Rita to come out and be pissed off at the Power Rangers. Oh, but God, it's um, yeah. Fucking earwalks. Which, you know, look, I'm, I'm cool with Power Rangers. I love Power Rangers, but this is Star Wars, and it sort of took me out of it a little bit, especially where, cause, because that, that cantina scene, everything in there was believable to me. Like, that is brilliant. Like, they look like they, they belong there, whereas I, I could tell there was a guy and a puppet in that blue thing hitting the fucking drums and doing all that sort of thing. So, yeah, it was just a little a little more goofy than... Yep. Even the scene sort of feels it because is. that scene is quite a great scene. Like, yeah. and Jabba's awesome. Like, Jabba looks so cool. This, it is. It's just like it's just goofy. Like, you're exactly right. Like, that's what it is. It's just. 
fucking goofy when it like when in you know the other two those moments wouldn't be like that. I mean, Jabba's scene's really great, but there's just moments where I'm like, what the fuck? Like Bosch. So Boosh or Bosch, Bosch. The Bosk Bosch? I don't fucking know. Leia's pretend bounty hunter. When she goes to save Han, why the fuck would they be asleep? It's it's such a weird scene when all those aliens are like sleeping on the floor and stuff. In like <laughs> what is expected to be it's his palace, like it's a bar, like it's like a hangout. Yeah. And these people yeah, are asleep. Yeah. It was yeah. such a it's such a poor plot device where they've gone, fuck. We've put him like in the middle of the hallway. How would he get out anyway? You know? Like that stuff, I was like, that's so goofy and dumb. Like, what the fuck? And there's other moments where I'm like, that's great. Oh, actually, talking about goofy and dumb with that fucking, with that scene, there's a bit where, um, you know, I think when she gets Han out of the, the yeah. thing and he's like, who, who is it? And she yeah. says, someone who loves you. Yeah. I was like, no. Just George Lucas dialogue there, don't worry. You've just killed everything that was so good about this relationship and yeah. Empire Strikes Back. Fuck! Yeah, it's it's such a weird. I couldn't believe it. Someone who loves you, like the fact that she said it before, before he went into cryogenic yeah. was like, it was a, a powerful scene, and she's and she's she wanted him to know before he potentially died. Like now she's got him back. You don't know. She wouldn't do that. I don't feel that. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, George Lucas, he wrote the script for this one. He helped write it. Ah, uh, just cringy. But I mean, like, there's other moments that I love where, like, Jabba, he fucking drops this dancer into the rancor pit like a horny dog like and it's just so yeah. awful to watch and i'm that's like man cool. that's yeah I'm like that's ram ramcor is is that what it's called rancor, that, big yeah. jo- that thing was cool yeah it was awesome that that looked good too that looked really good but i mean like the mystery builds and like you don't know what's down there like something's eating something and then luke goes down and it's this like really excellent build of tension and like how yeah, the hell is he gonna get out scene. of it doesn't have a lightsaber it's excellent fantastic the fucking Rancor slave crying was so funny. Yeah, I was just gonna say I love when when it dies. There's those guys they they and they linger on that shot yeah. for ages and let these guys have a moment with their dead. So funny. Fucking yeah. But I mean, like, and I like that it's it's kind of set up like a heist film almost, where Lando's secretly there, Leia's secretly there. It's all part yeah. of this grand plan. Like Luke's there and shit. I like that. I like that. I think no, that works. That works for me. That's because they do that. You know. Dressing up like stormtroopers in the original, it fits. I'm yeah. I'm down with that. But I mean, yeah, for like, sure. It just, it just, there's just like moments in it where I'm like, ah, like why you, ah, it's just the film itself, like the writing and stuff. It takes these moments and it just, it'll fuck it up sometimes. Like, there's one, uh, there's, the moment I really don't like is when Luke gets pushed off the plank and then does this ridiculous like. <laughs> jumps to hangs off the thing hangs off the plane yeah. jumps back up and i'm like it's fucking that's a great spectacle but why'd you do that why couldn't r2d you just shoot yeah. the lightsaber at you normally and the you action that the, the yeah. action sequences there were really they're really dated like that's a really cringy fucking scene yeah it's a bit slow Where, like, like in terms of an action scene well like yeah. luke's got a lightsaber and they're shooting at him and he's like deflecting but you can see that he's he could easily just fucking slice him up but he doesn't and I'm like, what are you doing? But like, <sighs> I love Lando and Han. Like, that's yeah. great. Like, that's an awesome bit where Lando gets caught by the into Sarlacc. The pit. Yeah. yeah. I-, I love that bit so much when he's like, hang on, I can, like, he's like, weren't you blind? And he's like, I can see a bit now. Yeah, that's right. I can see just a little bit. And yeah. he's like, oh, what the fuck? And the Sarlacc, like, originally, before it got that stupid fucking beak and tentacles hanging out yeah, of it. Yeah, okay. Tell me, what was this? So that wasn't what it was originally. No, the Sarlacc was fucking teeth. It's like the big mouth, you know? 
there's a shot of it that I love that they've done where Boba Fett gets eaten. It's the dumbest thing ever. And then the Sarlacc burps, which is stupid. But the Sarlacc burps, it's a shot and you can see what the Sarlacc originally looked like because I didn't CG that shot for whatever reason. It's not like their budget was over because a five-year-old Amaya did that thing. The Sarlacc burps and it's just teeth. You can just see the teeth. And then it, it like launches a tentacle out. But in this one, it's like got a beak and it's like, it's got yeah, like it looks tentacle. Like, um, it looks like Audrey 2 from Little Shop of it's Horrors. So, that- it's so weird and dumb and stupid I, don't like I just it. yeah i wanted to know because it's so it's clearly cgi and i was like yeah. i don't think i didn't think they had that back no. whenever this movie was made so yeah that's interesting that they've pit, changed that. i think the Sarlacc pit is terrifying like i think it's awesome and that like you don't even know what it is it's just this mouth but yeah i i, I it, it was a good build of tension that seems really good i love when they finally escape like leia strangling jabba with the, the chain that she's yeah, been chained yeah, up like that cool. was awesome and and that, I hate that rat thing though. That rat thing's fucking stupid. He's um, flying around being a little shit. And I love, I yeah. love the the his right hand man, the Twilic with the the white creepy dude with the long nails. Like with he, the with the neck, the yeah. thing wrapped around his neck. Yeah, um, he's cool. But Boba Fett's death obviously is really disappointing. Uh, but like Luke blowing up the sail barge is great. It's a great first. Like keeps you on the edge of your seat. You're like, oh shit, what's happening? And and well, it's done what every other yeah. Star Wars has done. It's kicked. It's kicked into gear straight away. So I can't like besides all the negativity of the way things kind of look, it is still a very yeah. cool scene. And then the and film becomes a ninety-minute piece of story that doesn't really develop. It's so long. And when you watch it, there really isn't much going on in that, in that moment. From that point, it's, we need to destroy the Death Star. And obviously fight Darth Vader. That's the plan, right? And it takes them that long just to get to that point. That's all that happens. Nothing else happens mm. in the film. Like, nothing. No twists. No anything. Yoda dies. Well, the only real... Well, let's, let's talk about the, this supposed twist, uh, I would say, if, of Leia being yeah, the sister. Which is dumb. Which did not need to happen. No. Has no effect on anything. If she was going to come and be the, the chosen one in the end, maybe, but she's not. And it's kind of just like, oh, we did really well by adding in a family member with Empire. Let's say he has a sister as well, and it's been the chick that he's been around with for the last... Like It, sen- it seems like such a second thought. And it just makes no impact on the story whatsoever. Yeah, it's, I mean, like, in the grand scheme of things, I love it because it's, a, it's a just part of Star Wars lore now. But, I mean, like, in, the, in regards to a shock, it's kind of just there for shock value. Like, what can we... Okay, big bad guy is now the, the protagonist's father. What can we do to enhance that? And they've made Leia his sister, which very obviously was a decision they made after Episode Five, because yeah. why the fuck would they make Leia, you know, if they could go back, they would be like, all right, if Leia's a sister, we can't have him hooking up with Luke. It's just, it's not right. I mean, it's not a big deal, but in the grand scheme of things, it, it's just, you know, it's a poor choice because it's still questioned today. Like, you know, fucking Leia hooks up with Luke. It's weird. And yeah, it's, it's kind of silly just with reference to the other two films, but I just, it doesn't matter. Like the only thing that really, it's, that's it. Like that's the one twist. Everything and, else, yeah, and that's just the thing. Like, look, I, it is you, you're completely right yeah. with it being law because I even knew this. Like, yeah. everyone knows that she's the sister and Vader's the father. And but from my point of view, not not remembering how it's revealed and and loving the reveal of the Luke, I am your father, coming and 
just expecting something a little more. <laughs> I just this this yeah. was just nothing. It's just like a oh yeah, it's, he's my brother. It's severely disappointing, and I mean the story in this film is by far the worst out of the three because we already understand the universe and we already understand everything that's going on, and and the only thing that's really added is Jabba's first act that's by far the most interesting aspect of the whole thing because after yeah. that it becomes a film about civil war like it just becomes a film about yeah that's right about just rebels. quickly before we move on yeah. to the rest of the film with Jabba I just wanted to point out in episode 4 when they put in that real dodgy yeah, ass CGI, CGI version yeah. of him he's like one quarter yeah, of the size tight. that he is almost <laughs> like they shouldn't have done it yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to bring that up. Yeah, you're up. right. Anyway. Um, but I mean, like, yeah, this film becomes now a film about rebels versus empire with, of course, the story about Luke and Darth Vader. The yeah. only reason that works is because the other two films did the right thing. This film did the wrong thing. It's a really, really bad climax. Really, really fucking bad. This film does what the prequels did. But is saved by the other two. It's just a bullshit fucking battle. That's it. There's no personal vendetta, nothing. The only reason there's a personal vendetta is, of course, because Luke and Darth Vader fight. Darth I was going to say, that's, that gets pretty personal. That's it. Darth Vader's barely in the fucking film, if you didn't realise. Like, he's very, very... Like, in comparison to five... He definitely four. doesn't have the presence he had in the exactly. other Exactly. He kind yeah. of pops up, they have their fight, and Luke, of course, being turned to the dark side. But that's been a thing that's been carrying from the last two as well. And, but everything else is pretty boring. It's just Hans on fucking Endor and they, they meet Ewoks and like, who gives a shit? Like, why, why do I care? And then mm. they're fighting the stormtroopers and I'm like, who gives a shit? Why, why do I care? There's no tension. No one's dying. No one's getting killed. It's just fucking stormtroopers. Yeah, they're taking out of like an entire fleet just yeah, hiding a, in that doorway. Battle. And I'm like, yeah. I don't give a fuck this isn't why i like the other ones there's no battle in episode five like the battle on hoth which isn't a battle they just fucking run they're like oh, well shit get out of here like they do it they they keep narrative as a, as a setting you know as sci mm. what the fuck did i just say sci-fi as a, as a setting not a p narrative whereas in this one you can see it starting to crumble you can see see the sci-fi becoming the narrative like you can see oh look you know like look chewbacca's in an atst like oh fucking hell like this is, you know, the story, it gives a fuck, really. Like, nothing really happens. They have the battle, they win, they destroy the shield generator. The best Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like, it's all, it's it's that Power Ranger thing. Yeah. Like, we've, Power Rangers is all about kids getting into mechs and yeah. fucking shit up and fighting cool monsters. And that's what's happening here. Yeah. And it is cool, but it's, it it's not nothing. Star Wars. Like, imagine if there's a fucking, uh, like, a legitimate antagonist that these fucking people have on Endor, you know? Like, there's actually someone scary and terrifying like Boba Fett or someone else on the ground and suddenly there's a personal vendetta for Han exactly like what you said or something's going on or yeah. or it's not a battle or they're losing or it's just the gang like there's no rebels anymore they got like they've been fucking killed and it's just the gang like how are they going to get out of this one they were on a yeah. death star they were literally on the death star thousands of stormtroopers just them they escape this time, yeah. they've got an army. It's not... There's no tension. It's really disappointing. Pointing. And then the battle with, like, Lando and ambiguous Chinese alien is fucking silly as well because, like, while we love Lando, who gives a fuck? Like, who cares? No one, aside from Lando, up there is relevant. It's just Lando and he's going to be fucking fine. Well, I, I, did think, I did think Lando would die, to be honest. I thought 
we were going to lose the Falcon. We were going to lose Lando at some point. Well, obviously, I know we don't lose the Falcon because I've yeah. seen the Force, Force Awakens, Awakens trailers. Yeah. But that's where I probably think it maybe should have gone because the you know the, it's a trap. Um, yeah. When the the shield is actually up, or you know, they they the Empire has been luring the rebels here. I think like that's really cool, and it's all that 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 was kind of a nice little twist, if anything. Yeah. Like that's the only point where we get some decent tension, really, because it's like, wow, these guys are gonna die, and then Lando's like, no, I just turn around. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's like, oh man, you almost you had yeah, something, it's, it's just... and then. And, it, and and all that space battle stuff, which all of the other films I've I felt have been really cool. Like, yeah. it did look cool, but I found it a little bit hard to follow what was going on half the time. The only even, time... It's not even a space battle in Empire, is there? It's just uh, episode four. I don't know. There's not, no. But even going back to, like, prequels yeah. and stuff, like, the, the space battle at the start of Revenge of the Sith is just outstanding. And if you didn't have the Millennium Falcon in there, you'd have nearly no point of reference. <laughs> The Death Star yep. shoots something, which is kind of cool. It's like, fuck, the Death Star's active, but that goes nowhere as well. It's pretty fucking disappointing. It's just a set piece, just like the prequels where there's, it's just fucking set pieces. Like, there's one fight we really want to be watching because everything else, we're like, eh, that'll be fine. We want to watch Luke and Darth Vader fight, and it's mediocre. Like, it's cool and spectacle, uh. and there's great moments in it. Like, my favorite moment is the two lightsabers clashing in front of... Palpatine. Palpatine. As, yeah, that's awesome. As obvious awesome. and obnoxious that symbolism is, it's yeah. really cool to watch. Like, that's one of the only moments I'm like, that's really satisfying. But, yeah. you know, like, everything's just, it, it gives a fuck. Like, we know that's... Dude, I, um, I have a big problem with where this relationship goes with Luke and, and so, Vader. Yeah. All of a sudden, Luke's a fucking family man and cares about, you know, all this shit. Like, just because he said, he told you he's his father... And like, okay, now you know that your father is Darth Vader. So now you're kind of like, oh, I can turn him. I can do this. It's like, yeah. no, it's Darth fucking Vader. You know how evil this motherfucker is and how evil he should have stayed, maybe. Like, I like, I do like that he comes around because we do like this character. But like, just in the way that it happens, it just feels like at the start of this movie, it's like all of a sudden something snapped in the two of these guys. And they're, and they're like, father, son, father, yeah, son. It's... And they keep fucking saying it if luke says father one more time it oh man it's, I it's just so i mean like look i like the development of the relationship to the point where like luke refuses to kill darth vader because but i like it because it's he doesn't <sighs> want to turn to the dark side that's what i appreciate and i appreciate yeah, yeah that he's his yeah, father look, and he can see him yeah. becoming it but you're right because he's literally in denial about it up until he talks to yoda like he's like Yoda's like, I'm really sorry to put that burden on you. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry that you shouldn't have known yet. You weren't prepared for that, which is great. But then he's like, okay, well, I guess Darth Vader's my dad now, and he's really. So I better, I better be, I better be loyal to yeah, him I mean, and, and not kill him. If, like, it'd be, it's fine that he's like, I'm not going to kill you. Like, you are my father. I'm not going to kill you. You know, uh, I'm not. Even that, I've got a problem with. I, I just, I just thought, like, you know, I'm not. If he says that, I'm not going to kill you. You know, uses that as. Like I'm not turning to the dark side. Like I like I like it if he's not killing him because if he kills him he goes to the yeah, dark but side. Not, it's yes, just, it, it's completely logical that he's like I love you, Dad. Like I, you know, come with me. It's like fuck off. Like you know. Hold on, can't. did you say it's completely logical or illogical? It's completely it's um logical for him to do that. Illog like, okay, thank sorry. you. Because that yeah, it doesn't make sense to me that he would be like that. Because this guy has been killing people. You know, this is he's the big bad. He's the people, the guy they've been chasing for so long. 
And yeah. he's got to face Vader in, in Empire. He has to kill Vader. And it's like, just because he's your father, this changes? Yeah. Like, no. No. And and they just keep... Oh, my son. And oh, my God. It's, a, it's just a really me. weird thing. I mean, like, obviously, there's moments of it that are great. But this film doesn't execute it properly. Yeah. The- I don't believe for a second that Vader would show compassion yeah. for Luke. Like, so can you can you fill me in again? Like, I'm, I'm I'm blanking here, but when did Vader know that Luke Skywalker was his son? In the fifth one, because he says, did, "Did we see that?" He's talking. Yeah, he talks to Palpatine. And he's like, "There's someone that's really strong in the Force." Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, I think yeah, he's the yeah. the son of Anakin Skywalker. Says a real third. That's person. right. Yeah. So then, when he fights him at the end, and he says, "Luke, I'm your father," and he's he's trying to get him over to the dark side or what. But yeah. he, he basically says, "Join me or die." Yeah. And it's like, basically. when did that change? <laughs> well, like, yeah, he does. That's the whole time. That's the whole point up until the end because he look. I like that because he's like, "No, I'm not going to kill you. Like, you're my father, and I'm not turning to the dark side." And it takes that for Vader, who has slowly become. Uh, like an actual human being in comparison to just this awful figure. Cause we re- we find out that the emperor is the one who's truly evil. And so he's like, no, fuck that. Like I'm not, uh, you know, the empire, the emperor has been manipulating me this whole time. I'm not going to be persuaded anymore. And he sees that and it took him getting his arm cut off and it took the sacrifice of his son to be for, like the sacrifice for Luke for him to realize. Cause Luke's basically dead. Like Darth Vader could have watched. Mm. Palpatine was going okay, yeah, Palpatine okay, was literally yeah, like right. you kill him you take his place Darth Vader didn't argue with it that was going to happen so obviously he's like no fuck you dude like you're just using me like you're a con- yeah, yeah, like yeah. and if you watch okay, yeah well I get it okay I get it at that point yeah. but it's just, all the stuff be- before it where they're kind of I guess I don't know it all seems a little bit too civil and no I get I, you it, it, I, I it, totally it could have it just could have been done better yeah I yeah um, okay I just I just think I just think it it's there. It's definitely there, but you're right. And there's a reason. It's just this whole film become, is a mess in a lot of ways. Why the fuck? It makes me mad knowing that they were going to put it on Kashyyyk. It wasn't going to be Endor. It was going to be on Kashyyyk. It was going to be fucking Wookiees. That's what we were going to be watching. Wookiees. And we didn't. We have fucking Ewoks because it sold better. Because the toys would sell better. That's bullshit, though. That even mm. that logic is bullshit. Why would teddy bears sell better than fucking Wookies? Wookies are literally teddy bears, just big, <laughs> hairy fucking teddy bears. They could they could have had like baby Wookies. I don't, exactly. I don't understand shit, why they went. Oh, the most justice sell better if they're teddy bears. Wookies are teddy bears. They're big furry fucking things. They're fucking Star Wars teddy bears. I don't understand. Like you go up to someone and you're like, hey, look, I can give you. An Ewok plush or a Chewbacca plush? Which one do you think they're going to fucking want? They're going to want the fucking Chewbacca plush because they want the most iconic character in the trilogy and they want the one that looks way fucking cooler. Nobody cares about generic teddy bears. People care about a giant walking shag carpet. I'm telling you, it's, it's the dumbest thing. because I don't know. I probably would take the Ewok. You're a piece of shit. But like, <laughs> they did. Those little bastards stole my and heart. Like, and it, it's so illogical that they defeat stormtroopers with primitive rep- weaponry. Like it, it. Well, that's yeah. That's where Power Ranger mind. shit comes into me. Uh, but stormtroopers are pretty shit house no, to but start like, let's with. Let's be so realistic I... here. They're throwing rocks at their helmets, and you see stormtroopers. <laughs> They're not even shooting back. They're just like ah rocks. 
Like it's so dumb. It's so fucking. I did. Stupid. I did like the bits when they like you know would catch their speeders with the rope and pull them off yeah, or wrap them around fine. trees and and tripping over the the walkers and stuff like that's that makes sense. But the rocks here are a bit silly. But look, I'll say something about the Ewoks. Like I I totally agree. It should have been on um what's what is it the Chewbacca's place? Uh Kashyyyk. Yeah, should have been on Kashyyyk. Um, that makes. All kinds of sense. Imagine it, like, imagine the, just it imagine sort of like the the tension that would bring, you know, in the fucking house of Stan's, um planet, you know, like and yeah, yeah, and we take it and we get to see we go get to see a backstory of one of these characters that's pretty yeah. beloved, um, but we don't really know too much about because all he does is growl the whole way. Like it could, it's a big opportunity that's gone missing, and but I see, yeah, I could see why they would the do it with the, the Ewoks because they are fucking adorable. Um, but what I will say about them, they're cute as hell, but at least they're not fucking stupid. Like yeah. where they went with, you know, Jar Jar Binks and, and all the other stuff that they tried to do in the prequels. It's But you it's, can see it. You can see it crumbling, can't you? You can see... It, oh, you can see the evolution here. I can see where... It, and, and because one thing I wanted to... I was, I was waiting to get to this one because I could remember the Ewoks. And when we were doing episode one, I'm looking at, at Jar Jar... I'm thinking, but everybody seemed to like the Ewoks. No, like, they didn't. The Ewoks seemed to be like a big, like a thing back in, like, because I don't really hear too many people rag on Jedi too much. I do. Like, because it's the original trilogy, I think it's just, it's just a part of that. Like Adrian said in our um, episode four, like he thinks of it as a trilogy. It's like, yeah. it's the this one big movie. So he can't, uh, it'd be interesting to see what his um, reaction to Jedi, like what sort of rating he would give Jedi if we had him here today. That would have been cool. But yeah, I don't know. It's They're cute. They're stupid. They're unnecessarily. But you know what? I, they're probably one of the funnest things of this movie. So I kind of went with yeah, them. When that, just... when that Ewok dies, though, when that one dies and that um, and one turns around, it's like, come on, man, and goes back to him and he's it's dead. I was like, oh. Yeah. Um, which, point, which one was that, by the way? Like I don't know, like which Ewok? Yeah, was that like any relevance? It was just a dead fucking teddy bear. I think it's just a dead bear. I don't know if any of them like really just, meant anything. Look, did I they? mean, like they're cute and they fucking obviously sold well, but it's it's just clear to see Lucas start getting jungle fever because he's gone. You know what? We'll choose the bears over the the Wookies, even though it makes Wookies, more sense yeah. for it to be Kachik, even though it would be yeah. more a more personal story for Chewie, even though it would make all this much more sense, we'll choose the Ewoks and lose a lot of the film's integrity. Because it does. Like, you know, you sit there and you're like, why the fuck yeah. is this happening? Well, it's just, and it's just going with the whole goofy nature yeah. of this fucking movie. Like, there's even, like, what, there's a cock block in Ewok later on when, yeah. you know, Han goes to kiss... Layer and he's all like, <laughs> yeah, it just, it's, it's all just like needless um, comedic timing, which we we were getting enough of that from you know R two G two and C three PO. We don't need these little teddy bears. Yeah, it's interesting um, choice. It's, interesting, it's quite choice. odd. Uh, but I mean, like you know, whatever. It's fucking the climax. Just before we wrap it up, let's talk a little bit about Palpatine. Like we get a good look at Palpatine now. Like we've seen him in the yeah. in a lot in the prequels, obviously. But this was the first time we properly saw him in the original trilogy. I'm I'm fairly sure we only seen him in like holograms and stuff. Uh, yeah, this is the first time you see him in person. Yeah, he looks great. He's great. I think Palpatine's- the makeup on him is fan fucking tastic. It looks it shits all over whatever they were trying to do with him on the um in the prequels. Um, Palpatine's a good, a really good um character. I think I really enjoy him a mm. lot. Well, like like we were saying last last week, 
with in the Empire, Darth Vader's always been the big bad, and then all of a sudden there's somebody bigger and badder than him. It's like fuck. And then we and when you meet him and see how manipulative that yeah. motherfucker is, it's like he's not he's not force. And I mean, not in terms of the force. He's not like you know forcing and and physically strong and whatever. He's just a great leader because he can get into people's heads and fuck with you. And that's that's scarier almost than somebody who exactly. can just come and rip and your arm off. That's why he's so yeah. powerful. And then you know he's the only one aside from Count Fucking Dooku for no reason that <laughs> can shoot lightning. Fucking lightning, and he just like out of nowhere. He's just like he's really calm. And just like it's all in his head. And just snaps. Luke yeah. fucking beats him at his own game, and he just fucking zaps him, and it's just full on, you know. Like it's it's good, and you know what? Because uh, I, I remember when we talked about this in episode three. Yeah. I was like, so is it even like really that powerful? Because it wasn't really doing much, much yeah. to. And then you see it in this uh, one. And then this one, he's fucking up. He fucks up, Luke. Except for like, the bullshit, like, and then he's like, help me, Father, please. Oh, which is so cringy. Oh, my God. God. The lame- Father! Yeah. <laughs> Mark, um, Mark fucking, fucking hell. lamest thing. I have to give, I got to give some props to Mark Hamill, though, because as we all know, I didn't like him much in, in yeah. New Hope, but he was, he was really good at Empire, and he was okay in this one with the shit that he's been doing. He, he, like, he really brings God. he brings that real like he's aged, like he's an adult now. Like you can see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I and I like that. I like you can. It's it's the perfect coming of age journey for this character, for the way that he ends up playing him. Um, he's he's much more focused and and serious as we get there. He's wearing black, you know, yeah. symbolism. That's it. But that line is just out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> is out of hand. Um, now, Vader gets zapped, though, and dies from it. I was a little bit... Mm. Well, I mean, like, he's been beaten by Luke. He's got his hand cut off. He's... Which was a robot hand. He's, like, made of fucking wire and metal, and he's just been electrocuted. Like, it makes sense to me. Um, mm. Oh, may- maybe if and he's, he's a robot. You can hear him yeah. dying throughout it, and then... He, oh, his breathing starts getting more he shallow. He takes yeah. the mask, ta- getting taken off is what kills him. Um, like, he's, he's basically yeah, dead, yeah. but he's like, take yeah. my mask off. Like, he gives up at that yeah. point. That's what it is. I just, I just don't know, because, like, I suppose if we're, you know, playing by Final Fantasy rules where lightning hurts m- machines. Yeah. But, like, Luke didn't die from electrocuting. Vader's hand got chopped off. It was a robot hand. So really, it's not going to hurt him unless he's dying of a broken heart, which we've seen happen uh, in episode three (laughs) with Queen Amidala. um, You did that yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I just... For, you know, Vader to get electrocuted, which looked really cool. I liked how that happened. But, like, for that to be the reason that he was dying, I'm, I'm not buying that. That's There needed to be a little bit something else there for me. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Look, Taking the mask off was good. I think, like, that's definitely a, a, but for him to be already dying before that. Yeah. Um, Palpatine falling to his death was fucking awesome. Uh, <laughs> and he, like, blows up. Yeah. He's fucking, you know, he just killed the Emperor. The only thing yeah. I fucking don't believe in this movie that I still think is ridiculous is they've blown up the Death Star. Palpatine has said, you know, we have literally a full fleet of fighters and the Rebels have, you've seen it, fuck all. And they're yeah. losing the whole time and they're still fucking losing. They just managed to get into the Death Star. They're like, oh, we're going to die. And then it's like, well, fuck this. We're doing it anyway. 
So he does it. They kill Palpatine. That's great. Superstar Destroyer blows up. Death Star blows up. They still have a full fucking fleet of fighters. They're still winning this space battle, but it's not bought up. It's just done. They're just done. <laughs> the Emperor's dead, so it's all good. What do they do? Like, there's no they're leader. Like, they're like, well, the, the, the Death Star... The Death Star blow up, blows up. They're like, oh, fuck. I, I guess we go home. Like, yeah. what, what happens Where, there? Do they all just join the rebellion yeah, then? Like, because, like, Endor's, so... Endor's still fucking... Endor's got fuck all on it. You know, like, there's not really any rebel soldiers on Endor. Um, no. There's only Han and his little crew, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, and, like, it, there's, that's going on, and it just makes no fucking sense. Like, they could have totally wiped out the entire rebel fleet within a second if they just went, oh, shit, we've got to keep fighting. Which... It, it makes no sense. Someone would have had to go on, oh, guys, Emperor's dead. Uh, also, Death Star's blown up. Uh, uh, and then, then they're all like Anakin Skywalker in episode one. Yeah. And like, yippee! Yippee! And it's just ridiculous. <laughs> but anyway, that's just another fucking plot hole. I'm done, by the way. I'm finished. <laughs> I don't need to talk um, about anything else. The only other thing I want to bring up, which was fucking cool, and I want to see more of them, and I don't know if we will. Hopefully, they'll come back in Force Awakens. Are those awesome like the Emperor's Red Guards, yeah, whatever those things are. Fuck. Oh, man, they are cool. I want to see more of that. Yeah. I want to see them. They, like, oh, they could have been, like, a cool scene in this movie where Skywalker has to fight the four of those motherfuckers. That would have been cool. They don't really do anything ever. No, they just look awesome. They they do a Boba Fett. Why don't you tell us how you would rate this film, Conor? Listen, I love Star Wars. I can watch this film over and over again for a multitude of reasons and, and still thoroughly enjoy myself. But that's because, once again, rose-coloured glasses and it's just the original trilogy. These are characters I love. Uh, but from a film perspective, it is the weakest of the three and it's not that great. It's really goofy and you can see the seams breaking. It's not bad. It's just not fantastic. It is not episode four and five. This film gets a 3.5. Yeah, this one, um, I came in um, with high, high hopes after Empire. I I wasn't aware that this was kind of not really liked in the original trilogy. Um, you're starting to sort of yeah. make me feel that that's a thing. I think you may have said something here or there, but I kind of just brushed yeah, it off. Yeah, I did. Like, I kind of make part. I didn't want to ruin too much for anyone. I wanted yeah, just to wait yeah. till this one. Yeah. It very much is just one big Power Rangers episode. Yeah. And that's okay. If I'm watching Power Rangers, but, but I'm not. not. Fucking I'm watching, watching Power Star Wars because <laughs> Power Rangers is a great show. But it this is just, it 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 has enough of Star Wars in there to give you that that kick, like yeah. that feeling of like we're back in this universe. We've got especially with all the the original cast it, at a time where they're all in their prime. It's 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 very cool to see them kicking all sorts of ass and 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 seeing them do it as a gang as well. It's 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 fun to watch. Um, I didn't have like too much of a problem with the Ewoks because by the time we got to them I already realized what kind of movie I was watching but on reflection it's kind of like well now that I know that we could have had Wookiees yeah. like good god that would have <laughs> exactly. been cool exactly I love that I love that you're like well fuck if that was an option yeah <laughs> what do you mean I, I could have had ice cream you gave me fruit salad like of course I wanted fucking ice cream yeah. idiot that's it that's it the climax to the whole family conundrum was pretty disappointing to me um, from what I just... All these... The anticipation that has been built up over so long because... I, and I've had all this sort of minimal prior knowledge. I just expected it to be fucking fireworks when we got to it. And it's not bad, and the, but it's not good either. This is, this is easily the worst in the original trilogy. I like episode three better yeah. than this yeah, one. Yeah, most people do. Like... People who are 
you know, honest about it. I think a lot of people do. Yeah, the, the people who aren't just like, the original trilogy is the Pretty best much. and you can't be better. Yeah. I, this is going to be blasphemy, but I think it's almost, this one's like on par with fucking Phantom Menace for me. Like, Jesus Christ. Because like, as we know, I've, I didn't mind Phantom Menace. Yeah. It's my Star Wars movie, blah, blah. You can listen to that podcast. Um, but this one, I give a three. Nice. Good three job. out of five. Um, it's, 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 it's interesting because I feel like when I was, as I was watching it, I sort of had a, a score in mind already to start with. Like, I think I was, when I went yeah. in, I was like, I reckon this is going to be a four. I don't yeah. think this will be as good as Empire. I reckon it'll be a four, probably be on par with the, the original Star Wars. Um, and the more that you sort of think about it and go back on it, like you start to be like, wow, this really isn't as good as I, I really want it to be. Yeah. But the fact is it's still Star Wars and you still get that feeling. So it's still fun. And, you know, you're still getting the music, you're still getting lasers, you're still getting lightsabers. Um, it's just nowhere near what Empire Strikes Back is. Pretty That's much. But yeah, I think, I think this has been a good time. And guess what we're reviewing next week, Fish? The Force Awakens. Oh my god, I'm so... The Force Awakens. Fucking excited! The Force Awakens! <laughs> well, it's been interesting going back and watching them in this, this order as well, because I've had a few people ask me, they're like, Fish... You're a Star Wars guy, right? And I'm like, no. But you like movies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I just assume because you're a fucking massive nerd. But they say to me, they ask, like, how how do you think we should, you know, I want to get ready for The Force Awakens. How should I watch these movies? In what order should I watch them? And, you know, a lot of people are always like, you need to watch four, five, six, then go to the, the prequels. Because in, in terms of, like, information given, and I guess if you'd never seen the movies before, it's probably smarter to do it that way because they explain the force and jedis and and all that sort of stuff more in episode four and five than they do in any of the prequels um because i think that they just assume you know that shit as you go in but i think and let me know what you think about this but i think the way that we've watched it is ultimately the optimal way to watch it going into force awakens because obviously we're going straight from this episode to seven to yeah, yeah, of course. This uh, is this is the best way to watch it for a lot of reasons. Um, yeah, and that's going to be the main one for us because we have to see. We're about to watch the next chapter. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, but I've also quite enjoyed going back in this way because we, you know, we started on what are very well known as the worst films. Yeah, and then worked our way into the best, and and then this one. But it's <laughs> it's I've I've had fun because I I haven't because I had such a blank of what happened in episode five and six coming from the prequels and watching them in that way of it's it's been like almost a different perspective on everything because you know star wars fans and people who are who are you know up to date with all of it always you know know the original trilogy back to front but it's funny i knew phantom menace more than i knew any of the originals and it's it's been yeah i've I've really enjoyed going back and doing it this way and it's really opened my eyes to how fucking good you know at least four and five are i'm so So. hyped oh my fucking god all right until next week everybody be sure to do the thing where you look on the Podbean and on the itunes and like us on facebook and we're going to be reviewing The Force Awakens for you fuckers, and we're very excited. As always, have a good one. Play the music, fish! Thank you for listening to this episode of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. 
Fishing Connoisseur Movie does not own any rights to the film Star Wars Episode 6, Return of the Jedi, its marketing, or its soundtrack, and no infringement is intended. The track Victory Celebration slash End Title is performed by John Williams. Let me look at you with my own eyes. It's a trap! You did that yourself!